Hello and welcome everyone once again. It's time to talk some sports. We're back after a week off. It's summer, so you know, we like we got stuff to do. We're busy people, I assure you. But not too busy to talk sports with you when we got a moment. My name is Jason. This is Polly. How's it going, guys? And this is Ben. What's up, everybody? And we're going to talk some sports. We just had some uh, World Cup soccer go down. We've got baseball still strong. Got a little NBA, WNBA stuff going on. And then some football news as we get into the season. So, Polly, take us away. Where are we starting here? All right. We are going to start with uh, the... Uh, I know devastating is a strong world word, but just a crushing loss against Sweden for the U.S. women's team to knock them out the soonest they've ever gotten knocked out in the World Cup tournament. Uh, I, I turned it on for about 10 minutes before I went to work on Saturday morning And it was in the 73rd minute, and it was 0-0. And I was like, oh, cool. They're, I mean, they're playing strong. Did not see anything until after I got out of work and saw the highlights on TV. And it was 0-0 after regular time. It was 0-0 after extra time. They traded penalty kicks. Sweden missed one. And Megan Rapone had the game winner on her foot and airmailed it over the goal. It goes on. Sweden finally ends up winning. I think it was the eighth kick for both teams. 5-4, I think it ended. Yeah. Yeah. Just a devastating loss for the U.S. women's team. And we had talked about going, or a few weeks ago, how this wasn't, I mean, it's a young team. It's a young side for the U.S., a new coach. They didn't look very strong in the group stage. Uh, Only gave up one goal, I mean, outside of the penalty kicks in the four games, but they also couldn't score. And I I haven't watched the entire game yet. I plan to at some point, but just watching those highlights, oh, man, they had the game. And, for again, for Megan Rapone in her last game to air Rapino, it's pronounced Rapino. Rapino, thank you. Thank you. Just... What what were you guys what what did you guys think after seeing I don't know if you watched the game or the highlights but what it what, what were your thoughts about that Well I was in I was actually at uh in Nicolay National Forest at the time so I didn't I didn't hear anything until Sunday Uh but I will say that when I was watching them in the group stage particularly uh, that game against uh, the Netherlands, they got out 
physical man like they just couldn't hang like like it was it was like that uh it was like how in like basketball or football where where it's a battle of attrition at first and like or, or in hockey where it's like that first period you, you're stacking up penalties you're just beating the crap out of the other team and yeah it doesn't look great by the end of the first period or whatever when you've got all these penalty minutes but by the end of that game you've got that other team so worn down that they just can't they just can't get it together like they're just beat up and i that's what that's what it looked like i know the game ended in a tie but like or no they they lost that one didn't they against the netherlands no that was a that was a one one no. draw oh yeah that yeah, yeah. there was a tie yeah. right right um but like you could tell, like they were just getting beat up, and they like especially at the end of that first half against the Netherlands, like they were getting frustrated, and then then the Americans start picking up some like dumb penalties, and it, and it's like, well, okay, I, I, I see what's happening here, you know, it it's it just they I remember when we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, and they tied Vietnam, or, or only beat them by one. Sorry, I keep mixing these up. Three, three, three nothing. That one. Jeez, was, but... here, here I'm screwing up my shit. <laughs> it's been two weeks. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, you could like we were talking about how like it didn't look good. You know, they won three nothing, but it should have been a bigger defeat. And I was like, hey man, I'm pretty sure they'll they'll work it out. They'll figure it out, right? This is the best women's hockey, soccer team in the world, and they just never did. Like, they just never figured out, like, what they had to do to win games. Like you, like you said before, like, they were playing good D. They, they, were, they were defending perfectly fine, but they couldn't get the ball in the net. And moreover, in a lot of the in, – in that group stage, they could barely keep the ball, like – they could barely keep possession outside of just, like, you know, a bad header and they get a free cross or something like that. It's just they never figured out how to score. And I know that seems obvious when they <laughs> barely could score, but they just, for a team as talented and with so many expectations as the U.S. women's national team, for them to just go out and not know how to put the ball in the net, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. I don't know what happened. Ben, what did you think? Well, I think you guys both kind of said it, and we talked about it before. Maybe some of that in uh, in experience, you know, those young, the young talent coming in, mm -hmm. you know, the hype. I mean, this is the most hype soccer team I think of all time before this all started. Because going for three in a row and pretty much everyone's thinking a lot, you know, like it's do you take the field or the U.S. And everyone's <laughs> like the U.S. Like, are you kidding me? Like, there's no question. So. And then, yeah, we kind of joked around that first game when it was 3 nothing, and I was like, you know, I remember, like, I was out at a campfire, so, like, I kept walking in and out of the, of the place we were to kind of catch the scores of the Brewers and the World Cup, and, you know, Joe could be like, is it 8 nothing yet? I'm like, oh, no, it's, like, only 2 nothing, you know, like, what's wrong? You know, like, joking around, and and then, yeah, just they never, ever could put the ball in the net and, like, kind of, like you said, got outmatched out uh, – you know, outweighed out there, and mm -hmm. they just could not keep up with them. So it was just really weird. And I thought maybe that first round, the first group, 
stage was just like a fluke, you know, like got, we got through it. You squeaked in there, you got through it, time to shine. And then, yeah, that's the game Saturday. Paul, I'm just gonna let you know, just don't rewatch it. You saw the best parts or you already saw the best parts on the highlights. It, it, it's just going to frustrate you more than anything to rewatch that game because it was just a, it was a battle and you really thought they could have, they were in it pretty much that whole time because of, you know, you're keeping with it. Uh, if it if it comes down to kicks, penalty, you know, free kicks, penalty kicks, or whatever, it's going to come down to you know our best scores finally getting a chance, just one on one to do it. Which I thought, great, that's going to happen. And then, you know, Rapino, yeah, like you said, airmailing it, it sucked and it was just terrible. And I felt bad for her and the whole team because again, that was just kind of that could have been the, the changing the whole changing point of everything and just. Uh, t- taking the other re- direction, but then, yeah, losing that penalty kicks um, going out in that 16 round, it's just, it sucks. Mm. But again, it, it's, you know, you, you got to play football to <laughs> and win those games to win the World Cup. And this year just wasn't on the U.S.'s side. So unfortunate. But there's a lot of young talent that's going to keep us going for years and years. I have confidence that, you know, the next four years that team is going to be right back where it is with a chip on its shoulder because of what happened. So I, the future's I, bright. I, I, I agree with you there. Um, the, the one thing I will say, and we had talked about this, I don't know if it was a couple weeks ago, but I know <laughs> we've talked about it before. I think it was after the Olympics uh, last year, actually the, the, the U S I mean, in, in our minds, the U S should always dominate, but, the, the women's game, and it's a credit to this U.S. women's team, the international game has caught up to what the Americans have brought, and that's nothing but a good thing. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, there's, there's so much talent uh, worldwide now, and... Uh, the last thing I'll say about the game, and I'm going to break down, uh, kind of break down the uh, quarterfinals here. Uh, the U.S. and Sweden have had some very, very close, good battles uh, previously, and that was one of them. And yeah, it it's disappointing. It sucks, but uh, and it's yeah, it's they they'll be back, but. It's not like it's not like the dream team in '92. I mean, where you went into it knowing that they were going to destroy the competition by 30 points a game. It's the the game is caught up, and it's like I said, it's it's a good thing for the world. So, well, I think we can safely say they didn't lose because they were too woke. Can can I we mean, just can we just not course. say those things? Of course, that's that, again. When I see, I feel bad for Megan. Mm. I feel bad because of what came after that. That had nothing to do with soccer, yep. and football. So, but that's the society we live in, and she's unfortunately had to deal with that in the past. But she's a strong person, and yeah. I know she, she can handle herself. But yeah, that was the worst part of all of it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of wanted to win it, win it for that reason as well. Yeah, right. Shut everybody else. So. Right, so, so she doesn't get torched by her home fucking country. Excuse me, by her home country. You know. No, that's right. You said it right. <laughs> <laughs> it's frustrating the, to see that oh, kind of is. stuff happen. You know, it's hard it not is. to drop and it. Especially on your way out. About it. 
You know, you're on your way out too. You all, you know, this is her last, last match. You know, <laughs> like mm-hmm. technically, you know, like that's the other thing. You know, she's not gonna be coming back. So yeah, it's it's unfortunate in many ways. Yeah. All right. Uh, quickly, uh, uh, Friday we have the uh, Spain and the Netherlands uh, in the first quarterfinal, and then we have Japan and Sweden, uh, both going to be very fun matches. Uh, looks like Spain-Netherlands is at 8 o'clock um, Central Time live, so you will be able to watch that one without staying up uh, incredibly late. And then Saturday, or have... getting up incredibly early. Let's not. Yes. Uh... Yes. <laughs> four a.m. Four a.m. games. Yep. <laughs> That's why I said you don't need to watch it, buddy. I watch. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You got the good part. You got the best. You got the parts that matter. So. <laughs> All right, and then uh, Saturday we have uh, one of the two home countries, Australia, making it in, into the quarters against France. And then we have England and the this uh, kind of surprise Colombia team making it to the quarterfinals. They've been playing really good uh, football. And uh, so we have mm-hmm. a couple, couple teams in there. Australia and Colombia are kind of uh, new blood, but the rest are kind of uh, standards. Uh, Japan has won one before. Uh, Netherlands have been in a couple finals before, so uh, even without the U.S. side, uh, some very good uh, football coming up this weekend. Uh, you guys got any pre- kind of prediction for uh, who's going to come out of this alive? Japan. Japan. I know Australia. you. Uh, I'm going homers. Jason, you had talked about Japan before. I think you might have predicted them, didn't you? I did. I believe yep. I did. If I recall correctly, that. my memory's not great. Somebody'll somebody'll bust me on the Twitter machine for it. As <laughs> <laughs> I was say, I don't remember either. So. <laughs> Who remembers out there? So I'm That's taking Japan and Twitter. I'm sticking with it. Yeah. All right. Sounds like a great um, thing. <laughs> I, I like your Australia play pick, uh, Ben. Going with the it'd be home cool team. to see, uh, yeah, them win their own World Cup because again, Australia's you know they're no slouches every year, but they're I don't feel like they're the powerhouses of the of Spain, Netherlands, no. Japan, or Sweden, no. you know, or even France. So like, uh, yeah, I think it'd be pretty amazing to to win two more and and get to that you know championship. So. All right. Um, I'm going to go with the Netherlands, actually. Um, I like the way they've been playing and just to kind of mix it up. So, uh, Jason, you have Japan. Mm -hmm. Ben, you have Australia. uh, Australia, And I'm going to take the Netherlands. So we will see what happens. Why don't you post on Twitter, everybody, what you think or who you think is going to win as well. Absolutely. Let us know. All right, uh, so that is this weekend, and we shall see what happens. Uh, again, disappointing uh, U.S. Uh, bow out, but uh, they are—they'll uh, be back. So, and we have some fun 
so, some fun uh, coming up this weekend. Uh, ben, we're going to switch to baseball here. Um, do you want to get us started with the Brewers? What your thoughts were for the trade deadline? Anything that's been going on? And then we'll get kind of into the uh, the rest of the league here. What are your thoughts about the Brewers the last couple weeks since we've last talked? Yeah, I mean, again, there's this pretty keeping pretty steady on everything. Uh, I feel like uh, they're 62 and 54. They got a two and a half game lead on Jason's Cubs. Um, <laughs> Damn it. They just, I, they regret, just, I regret everything. <laughs> Every day when I see the Cubs pop up on TV, I think Jason's Cubs. <laughs> and it's, it's never going to end. So, uh, I sorry, mean, buddy. at the time, they were the only team in the division with a positive uh, run ratio. I, I had to do it. Well, if it makes you feel better, the Brewers are at zero right now. So we are getting to the positives. <laughs> yeah, the Cubs still do have a positive 66. They were still the only one in the division that has that. But, um, I mean, they're holding a lead. The, the Cincinnati's falling. They are, uh, they just keep losing and losing. Uh, they're two and eight in the last 10. So they have just been on a slide. Uh, so I, the Brewers, again, just holding on. I really would have liked them to take a little bit. Uh, I mean, they took two out of three, I guess, from the Colorado Rockies, which. Today, I didn't know if that was going to happen, but they won on a, a throwing error, which, hey, a you guys. Wild last two uh, ninth innings, the last Yes, for games. sure. For sure. I mean, both going to the 10th, so Colorado taking one, Milwaukee taking one. But yeah, two out of three. So that's great. Uh, you know, five and five in the last 10 games. So the trade deadline, I thought it was interesting because for me, getting like Carlos Santana, Americana, um, we're just basically like, Hey, we just got the same players we have, you know, like I didn't feel like we got like better. We just got the same. And, but again, I know they were trying to, they're kind of filling the voids of like Rowdy Telez at first for Carlos Santana um, and also Marcana as well. And he can play pretty much anywhere in the field. So, uh, but today like Mark, like Marcana stepped up, hit a double to tie the game in the 10th. And then, you know, the wild throwing air at the end to win the game. Uh, Matasero's uh, hit, or not didn't get the hit, but basically to put it in play. So, yeah, it was nice to see that they got they got the uh, they got the White Sox coming up here. So, again, three more uh, games that should be winnable. But then after that, it's just it's uh it gets tough. Um, off the top of my head, it's got, I think it's Dodgers and then Rangers back to back. So again, that's gonna be. Uh, some tough series coming up. So, again, too, we end with at the end of the month, Padres and Cubs. So, with the Twins thrown in there. So, yeah, there's some big matchups coming up here. We got to take these ones from the White Sox on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, trade deadline, again, I didn't think they were going to do anything big, but they kind of kept it, you know, got some bats that I guess they thought were necessary. We'll see if they do pan out. Um, but, again, we're getting healthy. We got our starting pitching back, too, which is going to – even boast booster our pitching, you know, better than it is. So um, I'm confident they could probably still win the division, honestly. Uh, I don't know if the Cubs are going to hold on to this. Again, the Reds are sliding down. So we got confidence. got to get those bats still, still going more and more and more and keep that pitching on par. Yeah. So well, what do you guys want to add? Quickly, I was going to mention, uh, we'll get to it in a minute, but uh, there wasn't a lot of uh, – 
or I guess we'll get to it now. There wasn't a lot of uh, bats to be had at the deadline. Mm. It was mostly arms that were traded. So there was, uh, I mean, the the two big ones obviously were uh, Verlander and Scherzer going Mm -hmm. to the, uh, what's shaping up to be a really fun AL West race between the Rangers and Houston. Uh, Verlander going back to Houston and then Scherzer going to uh, the Rangers. So they both loaded up. Uh, one, one pitcher that is not going to be available the rest of the year is uh, Shane McClellan mm-hmm. in uh, Tampa Bay. And they're fading a little bit or, well, I mean, they're still, they've still uh, 69 and 47, but the Orioles again are uh, two and a half games up on them. And uh, Tampa Bay loses one of their big arms. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, ben, what, what, uh, how do you see that race going? And then Jason, if you want to jump in after that. Uh, the the West or the East? Well, AL we're talking about? I, both, at both, I guess, okay. yeah. I mean, the West, I think, like you said, it's going to be awesome because the Rangers are, you know, they've been on top this whole time, but now um, you got the Houston Astros getting healthier and, you know, adding Verlander and some other pieces during the um, – before the trade deadline. So that is going to be, I think, really awesome as well because uh, that should be, like, neck and neck pretty much the whole – way and that's you know that's what i want i don't i want this all to be competitive and fun to watch and that's that's gonna be great to see um and then the east i mean (laughs) the east again the best the best uh division in baseball and probably some of the best five top five teams you know Effectively, if you put them in our divisions in baseball, no, no, you know, or top one or two, so it's it's looking like the twins uh are a couple games up on the Yankees and Red Sox now so they are go, go twins. they're on one they're on one they're one game <laughs> above those guys right now. so oh uh, but yeah. again yeah that wild card right now is just smashed together and yeah Baltimore and Tampa Bay I mean those two are gonna I think they're gonna duke it out to the end and you know we all know it's gonna be the birds so um not you know not some water animal um <laughs> but uh yeah I think that's gonna be a good race too. Uh, Baltimore's, you know, seven and three in the last ten. Uh, again, but you got Tampa Bay, six and four. Yeah, it's just gonna be good baseball, I think, coming up. And then, you know, and AL Central's like the NL Central. It's just, you know, who's showing up that day? Yeah. And uh, all right, let's flip, twins, let's flip a coin, like- and you know, two out of three here, the two-man sack race to uh, see who goes to the playoffs to <laughs> play one game and go home. So. Twins, it looks like, has a little advantage. They're four and a half up on Cleveland right now. Uh, Jason, yeah. you want to uh, touch on the AL before we get to the NL here? I'm just so in love with Baltimore until, like, three days ago. When they I – mean, this isn't the player's fault, obviously. The announcer you're talking about? Dude, how? Yeah, I just saw that. It doesn't make any sense. Dude, all the guy said was like, oh, we've struggled against uh, Tampa Bay in the past. There is, yeah. You want to throw everybody in for a second on that? Oh, yeah. Just so... so I don't have the clip, but uh, the, the uh, radio guy for the Baltimore Orioles 
uh, he had like, and he was just reading off of a graphic, but for their, yes. or no, it was their TV guy. Sorry. Cause he had a graphic up and he's just reading off this graphic. Like, Oh yeah. We Baltimore has, has, hasn't won a series in, against Tampa Bay in like 20 years and they, whatever the stats were. And it was just, it wasn't like he was sitting there being like, Oh, look how terrible we've been. It's like, Hey, we're having a really good season. And we're, you know, in a position <laughs> Time to, for this change. Exactly. And this is where we yeah. came from. Now look at where we are. And ownership turned around and suspended him for that. Presumably yeah. for that. Unless it Because they really haven't said what it was for. They so never said, yeah. It's just... So unless something else is going on, they're just... It sounds like a couple of... You know, a handful of butthurt executives... Uh, which makes they're having their greatest season and you're having this is the downfall mm-hmm. like really like what and the hell is, you're gonna yeah you're gonna use you're gonna put this gloss on the best season you've had like maybe ever it's just it's yep, just pretty, so bad close. it's just such a bad look and i mean it's you could say it's just a play-by-play guy it's not a big deal but hey man like that guy He's regarded as one of the best announcers in, in the business. Sports in general. Exactly. Not even baseball, sports. <laughs> like, ba- so. ba- baseball's, baseball's unique is you have your your announcer, and that's your guy. Like, mm-hmm. th- I mean, Vince Scully, uh, Euchre, go down the list. Harry Carey. Harry Carey in Chicago. I mean... That's your guy. That's your. That's the, especially before TV, and that's what the the one aspect that baseball has that you can't really change, even with the world it is today, is that's your guy, and the the guy in Baltimore, I forget his name, but he is beloved in that city. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't understand it. It's Kevin Brown. Yeah. He's beloved in this industry, in the industry and respected, or he's beloved in his city and respected in the industry. And you turn around and I mean, imagine, I mean, this is a little different because, you know, levels of celebrity and all, but imagine if like, like you brought him up. Imagine if Vin Scully got suspended for reading a graphic about how you know, whatever. Like so, that was something like not even really that negative. Like what? what? There would be riots in hell. <laughs> you, know, right? you know how many times that Vin Scully said something he shouldn't have said on air, anyways, and nothing happened. So so. <laughs> I mean, you're on the air for 60, 70 years. You're going to say one or two things <laughs> yeah. that you probably get suspended for, but it just doesn't happen because you've been fucking silly. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, I mean, like, but this is just, I'm reading the prompter you just told me to read. That's all I did. And I didn't add any of my two cents. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the worst part. That is the, yeah. by far the worst part. Yep. So that's my and yet, feeling. And you're, on... and you're gloating the team. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're like, praise the Orioles. Yeah. Well, and again, this, like you guys said, this is the best season they've had in maybe 20 years. And I think 1994, it's been almost 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, moving on quickly to the uh, National League. The Braves are still uh, crushing the 
East. Uh, the Mets had their fire sale. They're a laughing stock of baseball right now. But hey, at least they say no. They're not even really saving money because a lot of those. No, they're paying. Yeah, for a lot I was of just it. gonna say yeah. they're still paying for those dudes. Like, <laughs> yeah, at least, at least half of those salaries are going to the Mets, yeah. and that's why those teams are like, we get Justin Verlander. And you take half the money? Yes. Yes, we will absolutely Idiots. do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a laughing stock the Mets are. Yep. Oh. yep. Anyway, the, yeah, Meet the, the Mets. Look, yep. Looks like the Braves are going to cruise uh, in the East. They're 10 games up on Philadelphia. Uh, don't really see them stopping. I mean, they're just, they're the best team in baseball right now. So. Uh, out west, uh, Dodgers are up five on the Giants. Uh, Diamondbacks have mm. returned to earth. To earth. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. Diamondbacks have returned to the Diamondbacks yeah. <laughs> for the last uh, 23 so, two years. Yep, looks like the Dodgers are gonna cruise with the west. Uh, Braves are gonna cruise in the east. The central, uh, we got the Brewers. Cubs, Reds. Cubs are still. Like I'm still alive about. here. Just, I just want to. Still alive. Man. I didn't see you work. Your, your, I your Cubs are still alive. I just said to the Brewers, one one tonight, and the Cubs lost tonight. So again, it was just a little, a little jump in there, two and a half game bump. All right. Still in a Jason. Yeah, it doesn't help um, that the Reds are puking all over themselves. So. Yeah, they sure are. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Uh, LA do you know what Reds do? Yeah. Ellie <laughs> <laughs> uh, De La Cruz is still the most exciting play- player in baseball, but it's uh, shown that uh, even he cannot keep the Reds uh, afloat. Again, they're only two and a half back, but they are fading pretty fast here. Mm-hmm. So uh, we got about six weeks left in the regular season. Is that correct, Ben? A little over six, yeah, we're like six and a half, yeah, because we're halfway through the week. So, yep, we'll yep. say about six left, roughly. So, yeah, still a lot of baseball. Yep, but uh, coming to uh, that crunch time down to the last uh, month and a half here, and we shall see what happens. It should be fun. Uh, again, the, uh, the AL East and AL West are going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, NL Central is going to be a slog to the finish. And then uh, the rest, uh, again, the Dodgers probably aren't going to give up the West. The Braves are not going to give up the East. Uh, Twins kind of looking like they're going to kind of walk away with the Central. But uh, a lot of baseball yet left, and we shall see what happens. Uh, quickly, before we get on to uh, – the big show here. I want to mention uh, congratulations to Diana Tarasi, who ageless uh, wonder, right? Like, ageless wonder. Yes, the first, yeah. So she first... just came in the league. How she do it? Like I remember uh, when she was at UConn, and like yeah, every oh, time yeah, she, sure. every time in the last handful of years she comes up in the news, I'm like, she still plays. and over i don't know if she still does overseas too but she was playing both you know here and overseas for a long time so yeah 
you know, she's a hustler. Yeah, but uh, the first uh, female player to 10,000 points, uh, again, just congratulations. And she has had a hell of a career. Uh, doesn't look like she's slowing down anytime soon either. So just another milestone. And, you know, she's the GOAT pretty much to that, you know, one of the GOATs. Yep. So. I mean, you got Sue Bird up there. You got uh, Cheryl Miller, but yeah, one of the one of the all-time greats. So, congratulations to to her. All right, um, we've got a dual kind of dual big show here. You want to set us up, Jason? Yes, yes, I do. You must be talking about the Walnut Sports Network weekly podcast football extravaganza. Preseason edition. Yes. Uh, before we get to our NFL uh, preseason talk, uh, briefly, we want to uh, pour one out or pour 12 out, I guess, to uh, the artist formerly known as the Pac 12 who uh, died a painful death on Friday. After 108 years, uh, UCLA and USC got the ball rolling last year when they announced they were going to the Big Ten. Uh, Colorado kind of the Big 18. You mean the Big 18? The Big 18. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) Colorado. It's really easy. You just put a line through the zero, and it's an eight. So sorry. Yep. Uh, Colorado kind of put the death nail in it uh, by announcing they were going back to the Big 12, now the Big 16. Mm -hmm. And uh, finally on Friday, uh, Oregon and Washington announced that they had been accepted in the Big 18. And the uh, other three corner sc- schools, Utah, Arizona, Arizona State, were going to the Big 12. Uh, there's rumors that, although I just saw just before we came on, uh, the rumor that uh, uh, Cal and Stanford were in discussions with the ACC, I guess that hit a snag. So uh, I'm, we'll I'm sorry, by happened. snag, do you mean like they like looked at a map and discovered they're on completely opposite ends of the country. (laughs) Like what? There's no more maps. They don't have a map anymore. Maps don't exist anymore. (laughs) What can you give me? Or what can you give me? You come with me. You go. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just think about that. Cal in the ACC, the Atlantic coast conference. Yeah. And they're literally on the Pacific coast. <sighs> this whole thing uh, is I, just I, insane. I, I saw <laughs> something. It was uh, the closest ACC to the Bay Area was Louisville, and that was 2,500 <laughs> miles. Yeah. <laughs> and Louisville shouldn't yeah. even be in the ACC. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, it, is, it made sense for all these years, and now none of it makes sense. Yeah, it's no, no, it doesn't. I mean, the Big Ten is going to be all the way across the whole United States from, With 20 teams. from now. 
Yep. Well, yeah, who knows? We we might get more of these teams, too. You don't know. Who knows? I have no idea. They should, like, I mean, it should be just one big conference or two and then just be done with it because it just I mean, that, that's where it's going. That's where it's going. The SEC and the big whatever you want to call it now, whatever number they end up at. Yep. The big I 48 mean, and then the... <laughs> You know, southeastern, you know, SEC ninety or I don't, I don't. It's gonna be nuts. It's gonna be nuts. Who knows? Uh, it's gonna look like in five years. No, and I, I again, just I'm not old enough where like the the regional college. I mean, when college football was bigger than the NFL back in the '30s, '40s, '50s. I wasn't around then, but I mean, you've always had your regional. Yes, things have jumped back and forth, but you've always had your regional area mm-hmm. with these with your rivalry teams, and that's what made college football great. And then you played your bowl game. The big, the Big Ten would play the Pac Ten the Pac-10 in the Rose Bowl. Um, an SEC team would play the Big 12 or the Big 8, whatever it was. And regions are gone now. Mm. I mean, it's it's over. It's all about money. And it, it's sad in a way. It really is. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but... I always felt I mean, like... like I said, oh, sorry. Tradition, sorry, go ahead, right? Oh yeah, sorry. I was gonna say, I just it's, for me, it's all about like it's tradition. Like it's all I've ever known is that, you know. If you live on the West Coast, you're in the Pac-10. If you are, you know, in the Midwest, you're in the Big Ten. If you're in the East, you're in the ACC. If you're more in the Southeast, you're in the SEC. Like it, all that made sense to me, and now it's just like, am I like <laughs> I'm gonna look up next year? Like okay, where are, who's in what? Like. You know, like I just it's it's insane because like yeah, Colorado goes to the Big Twelve, and uh, you know a couple other teams I think are going to be joining the Big Twelve as well to make the Big Ninety Eight or whatever. And it's just going to be <laughs> out of control. <laughs> Sorry, the Big Ninety Eight. That was good. <laughs> too much, man. It's too much. Like it's, I, uh, I don't know, like. I remember I I'm kind of torn because like you say it's it was kind of a traditional thing and it's comfortable. But even when I was younger I felt like the 178,000 teams in college football was too many. <laughs> right? Yeah, and like is. there was like there's how many conferences? Like Jesus Christ. And some of those are like oh the Sun Belt. Like oh okay, I'm never going to watch that. You know, like when you know younger coming up and now like it's almost like these these power five conferences or four or six or however many there's going to end up being they're make they're just doing d1 d1a and d2 again and just kind of making a level above d1 you know what i mean they're just splitting Mm -hmm. the division again and it's Mm going to be these five conferences in their own division basically not officially but those guys those teams no longer have any reason to play university of troy 
or you know university of idaho but like, they will but they will because you know it's an money, easy win money, it's an easy money. win it's an easy and win money and it's those little schools get a lot of money when yes they play those for well. the That's little it. schools it yeah both ways. the little schools love that you know but the yes. big schools i mean i just i just don't see them needing to keep playing those cupcakes because if they're really going to do this and all the top tier teams are going to be in this handful of conferences like you're going to see and the playoff is expanding as well mm-hmm. you're going to see two three lost teams in that playoff and it's going to it's not going to be like it was even five years ago where if you lost one game your title shot was done like that's just not going to be the case and you're going to see yeah more opportunity for teams that lose more games and strength of schedule, I think, and I think this is the big thing is strength of schedule is going to matter more because when you've got two, three lost teams or, you know, a handful of two lost teams, it's going to matter who they played and who they lost to. Whereas like nowadays, and even the years leading up to this strength of schedule really just determined who was going to, pick you to be in their bowl game (laughs) whereas Mm -hmm. now it's actually gonna you know be a factor in where you land in the in the college football playoff or if you land in it at all so these teams are gonna want to keep those schedules strong like look at look at what notre dame's been doing you know they haven't even been in a conference they just make a pretty strong schedule every year and as long as they're not you know six and seven by the end of the year they're in a conversation about something and it's just mm-hmm. this is just going to be more team the bigger teams separating themselves from the smaller schools the less quote successful schools in D1 football uh, it's not good okay rant, rant over sorry i was went off a little no, longer I, than i meant no. to there but that that was that was good i i i agree with pretty much everything you said uh one I, I want to bring up one thing you uh, talked about: uh, uh, two, three lost teams getting into a playoff. My, I still remember my favorite season I've ever seen was the uh, the '07 season that LSU won the title. Oh yeah, with two losses. Mm-hmm. They had two. Uh, their two losses were both triple overtime games. I think one was to Arkansas, and I can't remember who the other one was to. But it was just a wild, wild year because after the second LSU lost, everyone thought they were out, and then everything broke. There was enough teams that uh, fell. I think the number one seed or the number two seed went down i think five weeks in a row or something like that yeah it was something like i'm looking at a little little synopsis uh, on the wiki right now and like uh, when lsu lost to kentucky in three overtimes number two california lost to oregon state and then when lsu was still number one and lost to Arkansas in three overtimes. Number two, Kansas lost to Missouri. <laughs> so yep. like every time LSU stumbled and it looked like they weren't, they were going to lose that top spot. All the teams behind them tripped over themselves too. Yep. Yeah. I was getting confused because I looked up. I thought maybe that was the year that they shared the title with USC, but that was 2003. Um, it was two, yeah. 2003. 
three or four. Yeah, I think it was 2003 they shared it. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Like that whole scenario that, you know, yeah. it's just a perfect storm and oh, that that's was, all it yeah. took. And... This was back in the days of the BCS. Yeah, this wow. is where you could tie to win the national. You tie the head, tie the national championship, and I was like, "This is stupid." <laughs> Play the one more fucking yeah. game with these two teams, and we'll love it, and then we'll actually know who is the champion. Like, mm. nah, we're done. Thirteen games, guys. Fourteen? Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. And now they're like, let's have, let's add five more teams or six more teams, so there's ten teams in the playoffs. playoff. You know, like they want to fire everybody in there to make as much money. It just, it's crazy. Yeah. That was that was weird back in the day, though. Too. I'm glad they got rid of that. Yeah, but uh, kind of my point for bringing that up is that I mean that was so much fun that year, and it's. It's just going to be different. I, I don't know if it's going to be better or worse. I feel like it's going to be worse. I feel like I don't like where the whole landscape is going. And, I mean, we haven't even mentioned you, you're going to have the UCLA women's gymnastic team flying to Rutgers. <laughs> like, yeah, what? Yeah, you got him, man. Yeah. I yeah, heard they got but, good movies and food on that flight. They'll, yeah. they'll, they'll love it. Yeah, those football teams, those football uh, uh, programs in these D1 schools better be making lots of money to pay for that kind of stuff, you know? Because mm. that's the reason they're doing it. They're not doing this for gymnastics. They're doing this for football. Oh, so, absolutely. So those, I, so those I agree, programs but... have to pony up. Like, this won't work. Unless those football programs make enough money, yeah, I'm sure they They're do support the school for that. All those other sports for sure to, mm-hmm. to get them there. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure these programs do make enough money, but are they going to use that money this way? I, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, only the only good thing about this whole conversation, guys, is that. College football starts in 24 days. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yep. 24 days. That's yes. it. That's really all you got to think about is you got 24 days. It might actually, that might be the first Badger game. It might be less than that, honestly. But, yeah, it's coming soon, and that's that's the only good thing about this. Oh, we'll, figure out, we'll figure out at the end. I'll look up these, you know, algorithms and whatnot on who played in what conference and how it works. And just, just tell me who plays let's, in the championship. Let's, but let's here, just play football. Uh, Navy Notre Dame is the first game. <laughs> Navy and Notre oh. Dame, uh, Saturday, August 26th. So and, uh, yeah, in, there's a few games Dublin. that day, but, yeah. Yep. Well, in, in Dublin. Dublin. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's cool. So, wow, right. even, um, even sooner. Yeah, we'll get to see those Kelly Green Notre Dame uniforms. Mm. Yep. Love those. Uh, might might be some uh, some alcohol consumed in the parking lot for that game. <laughs> Maybe. In Dublin? That's, Maybe. That's prejudice, I sir. I think, they, I think <laughs> they quit drinking a long time ago, sir. Good day. <laughs> All right. Uh, we will move on to our first NFL conversation of Ooh. the season. Uh, Jason, yeah. where do you want to get us started? Well, I mean, let's start with the thing that everybody's talking about that nobody seems to be able to shut up about that my iPad is 
new little little sports news feed doesn't let me not think about this ever. And let's talk about Aaron Rodgers on the New York Jets. <laughs> oh, he's there now? Yeah. yeah, if you hadn't heard. Uh, it's a hard knock. Like, <laughs> it's a hard knock. And hard knock <laughs> just came out this week. So we'll, we'll see just how... Uh, just how that uh, locker room is but it's just so funny to me like and this is i and maybe this happens every year year and i just don't notice it and maybe because like aaron Rodgers is playing for the home team and it's a whole thing and like now i just notice it more but man do people not shut the hell up about that stuff and it's not even like like they're saying something worthwhile they're just like Look at this handshake from Aaron Rodgers. You know, like, yeah. what? This isn't yeah. news, man. This is just you following a dude around with a camera and, like, being like, look at this cool picture I got. It's not. And they know they're on fucking camera. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's hidden and they say, yeah. hey, you know that six weeks of training camp? You were filmed seriously Woo! the whole time. Those handshakes. Like, oh, my God. Everybody my real saw my handshakes. My real douchebaggery came out during that, said Aaron Rodgers. Or sorry, number eight, they call him. Number eight. Yeah. Oh, look at number eight. Yeah, it's uh it makes me want to throw up. in fact, I mean I'm not I'm not gonna watch any of it. You know, I wasn't gonna anyways, because again, I don't want to break my hard knock streak and never watching the show. So I've never, I've never watched Hard Knocks either. So. Well, usually, like, it's teams I, you know, they're bottom-tier teams that I just don't, you know, the Browns have been on it, like, every year, I think, pretty much. <laughs> and then, you know, like, teams I'm not going to really pay attention to. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I just, it's it's just too much. It's just like, oh, my God, can we can we put this guy even more in the spotlight and make us make people, I guess, drool over him more, if, I feel like, because, like, I, I, <clears throat> I can never watch Get Up in the, you know, on ESPN in the morning because, because Greenberg just he told he said he's watched Hard Knocks like two or three times straight through already or whatever, and I'm just like, get a life, dude. Wait till he plays real football. What are you doing, like, dude? Oh my god, I I can tell you, pukeable, pukeable is the I, right word. I I'm from actually familiar with this phenomenon as a lifelong Dolphins fan. I've encountered Jets fans before, and this is just how they are. They're just sure. really desperate. Well, they're New York, <laughs> like fans. New York the fans time. in general are pretty much like, we're the best, we're the best. And if we're not like, well, you're not the best either. Like, it's not our fault. You know, like, but yeah, I know this is just, this is again, hopefully just the perfect, leading up to the perfect storm. Oh. <laughs> you know what well, I mean? Like, so I, I, I took a look at the Jets opening schedule and those, I mean, those first six mm-hmm. games are brutal that's gonna tell you right away what that team's gonna be like Mm -hmm. i mean there's a strong possibility they go two and four in their first six games well remember and aaron Rodgers have a collarbone too that he might have to break sometime in those couple (laughs) first games so there's a lot of things but sorry go on (laughs) What, what do you i mean okay they've they've got home against the bills at the cowboys home patriots home chiefs at the Broncos and home Eagles, there's a strong chance they could go two and four in those first six games. What do you think the New York media is going to be saying 
when they lose to the Eagles to drop to two and four. The first bad game he has, not even lost, bad game he has, they're going to, I think, kind of get on his nerves because they accept, they think this guy is perfection. So he better be perfect. And yeah, two and four start is going to, he's going to, he's not going to be going to Knicks games and Taylor Swift concerts and all that garbage <laughs> anymore because he is going to be confined to his little, you know, apartment in Manhattan or whatever because they're going to be brutal. They're going to destroy him. And again, another reason why you're, you get, you went from the exact opposite of New York. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, oh, good luck, buddy. Good yeah. luck, number eight. I mean, he wanted it. Mm-hmm. He, he yep. asked for it, so. You, you oh. shall receive. Yeah. I mean. Bye-bye. I, uh, following up, and the, I mean, the AFC is going to be just brutal this mm-hmm. year. Oh, it's stacked. Stacked, stacked, stacked. I mean, you, I mean, you've got the uh, Super Bowl winner Chiefs out west. You've got Sean Payton with uh, our boy. Uh, Russell. Russell Wilson. Our, our, our boy Russell out there. See what they can do. They should be, I mean, on paper, they're going to be better. He better. Sean Payton said the wrong things, and he they better be good. Yes. <laughs> they better be good. Yes. He should have never said what he said, or mm. else. Ugh. Good luck, guys. I don't want to. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not a Broncos fan because <laughs> I, I don't care. We'll look good on paper last last year too. We'll see. <laughs> oh, um, you've got uh, this Chargers team that is just. I mean. They're going to charger it up at the end of the year like they always do, but they should be strong. I mean, the South, that should be Jacksonville's to lose on paper. Real quick, though, I, I did mean, you see the the West predictions, like the, uh, AL, uh, yeah, the AFC West predictions of the conference this year? They have no, the, the, they have the Raiders at 4-13, and, and Devontae Adams is just livid. <laughs> Four and thirteen, they have a match, mm. and I'm just like, I mean, I didn't think they were gonna be that no. bad. I was like, who's? I was like, wow, four and thirteen. Who's saying that? Just, just rubbing it in the, you know, the Josh Jacobs situation uh, on top of it. But um, yeah, I just. Well, I think we like all said, know that this whole Josh <sighs> Josh Jacobs isn't gonna be a factor of how many games they win. I'm sorry. He hasn't been for the last few years. I hate to say this out loud and on record, but running backs just aren't that valuable. They're just not. I get these guys are getting 400 touches, but how many how many playoff games have the Giants won since Saquon Barkley joined their team? One against the worst 13-win team in NFL history? <laughs> You know, like, like they don't need Josh Jacobs to win games. Like, he's maybe, what, one or two win difference if he plays the whole season? Maybe in a close game? Like, you don't pick up Jimmy G so Josh Jacobs can win you games. Like, I, I just don't see 
that being a really big factor in their season. So these guys saying four and 13 are out of their minds. They don't like if somebody like legit came up to me and said that I would tell them, you have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Again, Josh Jacobs accounted for 1700 yards of the offense last year. That's a big chunk of the Raiders offense. And for having a Jimmy G come in, who's not that good of a quarterback in my mind, you need a running game and I someone mean, like Josh Jacobs. So he's going to be hurt by week six. So. I, I'm just saying they could have got wait, those. I mean, that's usually what it is. That's usually what it is. <laughs> I'm under bring the... a Dalvin Cook in mm-hmm. now that you can do mm-hmm. that. He's out there. He didn't sign with the Jets. Everyone thought that was going to happen. That's been a while now, so that could See, ha- that could be a the, thing. But the, this run, this running back thing is interesting because on the one hand, I agree with you. The way the the game is played now, running backs. I mean, are a dime a dozen. I, I don't want to disparage like the the good running backs out there. On the other hand, you almost you almost need you need some kind of running game. You can't be a one dimensional team. You need at least a threat of the run game. Not saying that you need a Josh Jacobs or a Saquon Barkley or anything like that, but I do think that element is still needed to win games. Sure. I'm just saying they could have got those 1,700 yards out of literally anyone else. I mean, like, the, mm-hmm. look at what the Chiefs are doing with Jarek McKinnon and Isaiah Pacheco. You know, they had no problems running the ball. Yeah. You you yeah. don't need Saquon Barkley. You don't like why they're giving the guy four hundred touches when they're winning seven games a year. Well, like, again, uh, but you give but you give their quarterback how much money and he is ooh, not good at all either. Dude, that's you know? a different conversation. Yeah, and no, 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 that's and I agree with you. You can take some of Danny Dimes. <laughs> Money that he gets for no reason and gives some to Saquon. Not true. all of it, but yeah. some of it. That's and true. then you combine them instead of being like, hey, Danny Dimes, four years, 160 million. Saquon, franchise tag. Yeah. Like, come on, man. There's got to be a disconnect there. Yeah. No. Nah. You're giving money to them, not the wor- one of the worst offensive players on your team, in my mind, compared to the best offensive player on the team. So. There's got to be some disconnect there because, again, the Giants don't know what they're doing. Yeah. They don't know how to run an organization is number one. Yeah. So, yeah. And again, you put Saquon Barkley on the Miami Dolphins, we'll just say for fun. Imagine what that does to that team. Are you Are you hitting it. on me, sir? I, well, I mean, <laughs> what are That's a different podcast, everybody. But, um, but yeah, like putting on, put, just putting on that good team or any other good team that actually can run – run the offense, run the defense, run the front office. Like, that mm. would be great. He is just in a shitty situation, yes. and he was hurt a lot, too, in the last couple of years. But that's the thing. I think that's just a disorganized thing, and he is one of the elite running backs out there. But, again, like you said, it, it's they, they're di- it's a dying breed because they last four years. You know, like, they have a longevity of four years, roughly, in the NFL. Like, yeah. that's less than of a running back. So – it's just I wish that you could they could get their compensation quicker, you know? And so then when they, they get older and you know that team drafts a young running back and they just start the process over every four to five years or five to six, five, seven years, 
I wish that could happen because you're right. They're it, they're just not utilized much because the game is so much faster. You're not handing the ball running off. You're just you're it's quicker. You know it's and they're two dimensional. So they're now running through line, running through the line and getting tackled, and now running out and catching across the you know say across the field like in a slot position and getting destroyed. So he, they're doing like two jobs. You know they're even more utilized than ever, but they just don't get paid. It's it's it sucks. That's I feel yeah. bad for them because. That's probably not going to change. Well, and there, there's not an there's not an easy solution to it either. And it, it, yeah, no, there's no I, solution to it right now, unfortunately. No, no, there's not. There's nothing. Yeah. Well, there's some things that can be done about it. We can alter the way we do rookie running back contracts. We can have like have them be, you know, the salary they, cap should be as high as everybody else's. That's yeah. Have you seen those well, drafts, J- J- Jason? Jason continue in a second but okay there's no realistic changes that can happen yes there's changes out there but are they going to happen well yeah yeah i mean we we could even do it where we have just a shorter rookie contract for running backs that are incentive laden you know you'll get paid Mm -hmm. the same you always did if you're a bum you know but if you end up being you know a Trent Richardson type where all of a sudden you just you're not yeah Trent Richardson yeah Trent Richardson's type where you just show up out of nowhere and run for 1800 yards or something yeah you should get paid for that I mean maybe have uh you know touch restrictions be uh, these running backs when they come into the league be need to negotiate this stuff and I I'm they shouldn't have to do this but that's kind of where we're at now if you want more money coming out the door before you're considered used up by the time you're 26, you, you got to make your paper when you can. And if that's right off the bat, then you got to make that paper right off the bat, you know? Yep. I, but like, again, like I want, like on one hand, yeah, I think these guys should get paid. But on the other hand, when's the last time a rushing, uh, who, the rushing crown leader won a Super Bowl? You know, it just it doesn't translate. Terrell Davis, 1998. I know it's random, but I think that's right. <laughs> 25 years <laughs> ago. <laughs> I know, but I that, think that's, that's right. a that's a good call, Ben. And you're, I think you are correct on that. I actually. think I saw some random stats. Yeah, he was been, the rushing so much about running backs and what's you know who's been like Marsh. I know Marshawn Lynch was the last rushing leader. Uh, well, maybe he was. I think 2010, he was the last rushing leader. On it. Uh, no, Arian Foster uh, led the league in rushing what? in 2010. I'm looking at the list on ProFootballReference.com. Oh, okay. am, am I right about Terrell Davis? Yes. Yep, yep. Hey! Right on the head with Terrell Davis. And then I'm not going to say another word about that because <laughs> I can't believe I pulled that <laughs> out of my head. Like Derek Hen- look, look at Derrick Henry. Greatest running back we have right now. Greatest yeah, running back we've again. seen since Adrian Peterson, but he He doesn't win games on his own. You put him on a team that's already got an established run or passing game. (laughs) Look out. But you can't just run the ball. It's not like the 2000 Ravens anymore. We can't do that. That's not a thing anymore. That was 25 years ago. You know, so I understand guys like Austin Eckler and Josh Jacobs want to get paid, but they it's they need to understand what their well, value yeah. is to the team. You know, the, 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 the system is set up against running backs yes. and it's unfortunate. Yes. 
All right. Um, we're going to have to leave it at that. We could say a lot. <laughs> yeah, we, we'll have all year to talk yeah. all about it. Yeah. Yeah, we're not uh, even gonna see not even close to playing a game of football yeah. yet. Already, right. I'm already <laughs> getting sweaty on. talking about give football. That, <laughs> give, fucking, give the money to the running backs. Damn it. All right. Or don't um, I don't know. We we touch on the AFC West, uh AFC South. Again, Jacksonville should take that division, no problem. Um the North, uh the Bengals are the favorites. The Ravens are going to be very interesting. Lamar finally getting paid. Uh, the Browns are intriguing. I don't, I don't trust them whatsoever, but there's some people that do. Um, Pittsburgh. I don't I know mean, who that, those Pittsburgh, people are. It's always tough. So, um, how do you, how do you guys see the North uh, breaking down quickly? The Bengals. Yeah. And that's and and that's it. It doesn't really matter. I don't. Th- I mean. I guess uh, I don't think the Steelers are still going to do a thing, honestly. The Browns, no confidence in whatsoever. I don't care if it's Deshaun Watson's ninth year in a row or whatever behind the helm. He, he's just – I don't have any confidence in that team. Um, but the Ravens, who knows? Sleeper. Could be. I mean, they brought a lot of weapons in, OBG or OBJ, and then, like, you know um, – I'm blanking on the other ones, but yeah, they brought some extra, some good players on offense and defense, so they could possibly do it. But I have just confidence in the Bengals. Um, I, 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 the, the one thing that worries me about the Bengals is we'll see where this uh, Joe Burrow injury mm. goes. If I mean, if he has to miss the first four games, yeah, then they go twelve, then they go thirteen and zero. Yeah, I think that's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I honestly do. I honestly do. <laughs> Yeah, I think um, this is the year. Well, yep. All right. So I think all three of us like the Bengals there. Uh, Jason, quickly on the East, where do you see your Dolphins coming out? 17 and 0, baby. 1972, <laughs> back at you. <laughs> no, I think they'll, they've got a really tough first half of their year. Those first nine games are so rough. I, but so I think if they can if they can stay healthy and keep Tua Tua's head from exploding, but he and hey, assuming he's, he's taking, healthy, yeah, he's taking precaution. He'll jujitsu out yeah. of the pit and he'll be fine. Honestly, it's a super smart move. Uh, to totally be smart. Honest. Why like, would you not? Yeah. Know, like or even like, like going to a professional wrestling, like to yeah. learn how to fall. Yep. Like, learn how to take stuff. a bump. Yeah, it exactly. Complete, it makes sense. Yeah, dude, it makes perfect sense. And I bet if this works out for him, you'll see other quarterbacks why, doing it. Why hasn't this been yeah. done for the last 50 <laughs> years? That's the first thing I thought of. Yep. Like, wait a minute, why is anyone, everyone doing this? Wait, that's a thing? Yeah. But uh, I think if they can come out of those first, because they have a week 10 bye, if they can come out of those first nine games, even five and four, I really like their chances. Maybe not winning that division because the Bills are so strong. And yeah, I yeah. get like there's some trouble in paradise up there, but that's a strong team. They're probably winning that division. But I could see the Dolphins winning 10, 11 games. You know, I could see that. Yeah, I mean, okay. So... I think they can take second in that division. Mm-hmm. For so, sure. Uh, breaking this down quick, you said four or five and four come or going into the bye. Uh, the second half of their schedule. I mean, they've got New York twice, but we'll see what. Yeah. Number eight. Talked about that. Uh, Dallas should be strong. Baltimore. 
uh, Buffalo to end it, but uh, Tennessee's definitely gettable. Washington's definitely gettable. Uh, Vegas is definitely mm-hmm. gettable. I mean, yeah. Yeah, they, and playing they, the Jets twice, I think, because I don't think the Jets are going to be good this year. So well, by to me, point, I'm looking at gonna it. It's going to be the downfall, I think, of the Jets. Yeah. So you're going to get might, them at the perfect time. They might be playing you against Zach White, Wilson. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> Randall Cobb is our quarterback Ooh. in days. Woo, boom. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. The the Jets, I mean we'll see. Wow. <laughs> they, I mean, they've got a ceiling, but their floor is really deep. Mm-hmm. If they get off to a rough start, the media is just gonna pile on them like nothing else. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to start chanting, number two, <laughs> number two. Because that's what New York fans would do. They're mm-hmm. assholes. They'd be like, oh, you know what, screw God. it. This guy is washed up. Next. Yep. And again, we had talked We talked about before, Aaron Rodgers going from the cushy Green Bay market. Say whatever you want, Aaron. We love you. Mm-hmm. To this New York. Oh, man. Ayahuasca. What the hell is that? <laughs> you damn hippie. Oh. All right. Um, See, so you guys think the Bills are going to take it, though? Yeah. The, the East? I think the Jets will be in third. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At yeah, best. Yeah. I mean, Bill Belichick yeah. might pull a card, obviously. They got a lot of weapons for yeah, uh, they Mac Jones. Mac, they still have Mac Jones. Yeah. Well, hey, they. They put a lot more weapons around him than, uh, like, Daniel Jones. Yeah. (laughs) If you want to go against the Jones brothers, I think Mac Daddy's got the win on that one. (laughs) All right, so division winners in the uh, AFC East. I think we're – all three of us are on the Chiefs, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jaguars in the South, correct? Yeah. 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 Uh, no one else, no one else can like put together. I think they're the only so, team that's actually going to improve out of that. Division. Like Tennessee would be like the only threat, but the other two are just like, <sighs> yeah. You guys got to figure out how to play football again mm-hmm. before you're winning anything. So, uh, Bengal, Bengals we have in the north, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then uh, Buffalo in the east. Okay. Uh, going to the NFC. Um, I, I mean, a lot of people are saying it, but outside of Philadelphia, uh, San Francisco, depending on how you feel about the Seahawks, depending on how you feel about the Cowboys. Ugh, none of those teams. Depending on how you feel about the it's Lions. It's the Eagles. It's no, the Eagles. I mean, yeah. It's the Eagles. It's nobody it's else. Not, yeah. It's not, well, I mean, not even close. Those other teams you mentioned don't even – Come close to the Eagles. There's no. You got to prove that you're better than the Eagles this year. Is basically what it boils down to. You know? I I would say that the only thing that's going to hold the Eagles back is the Eagles because they lost yes. the Super Bowl and no team ever does well after losing the Super Bowl. Yeah. They well, but a lot of teams don't even do well after winning the Super Bowl, but yeah, especially if they but lose I mean, the like, Super Bowl. You look at the NFC though. I still think San Francisco's strong. I don't care about their quarterback uh, situation. Don't. Dude, they won 
they got to an NFC Championship game with Brock Purdy. They had to use <laughs> Christian McCaffrey as their quarterback. <laughs> and how did that work? It, it didn't work at the time, but I'm just saying, like they <laughs> had, like, they had no the quarterback. <laughs> they their best quarterback <laughs> couldn't they make didn't. another roster, they <laughs> and they still could. Then they still won playoff games. They still beat that Prescott. <laughs> well, that, again, that doesn't matter either. That's not me. That's That's Mike McCarthy's children, and I don't care about his children. So. I, I think San Francisco, as far as an NFC, as far as NFC teams go, like they're they're not in the same. Like they can't really carry the Eagles' jockstrap. Even they're but, just in second, right? Yeah, the they're in second. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then every, I mean, and then again, we'll just. I feel like everything else we're just at the sea. Yeah, there's too many un, there's too many question marks with everybody else. Like, yep. like like the Rams. What did the Rams do? That abysmal mm. thing that happened last year. Just that has to be close to the worst season after winning the <laughs> Super Bowl. You know, of I, all time, I, it's got to be close. I'm pretty sure statistically it is the worst. And season. I mean, there's so many factors that happened mm. that they lost. So many like their best defensive player, their quarterback. You know, like, just so many things. But I was just like, oh my god. They need to bounce back. Mm-hmm. But Cooper Cup is out again, right? Mm-hmm. Or is he back? Uh, I think he's out again. He's yeah, he's out. Again. Yeah. Yeah. So again, like, I'm like, so like, yeah. There's just so many question marks everywhere. So, yeah. uh, I mean, all right. I mean, let's break it down and like, yeah, like we're going to. Um, I I think all all three of us agree the West is going to be taken by the Niners. Uh, quickly, uh, how do you guys feel? Do you think Geno Smith's going to be able to do that again? Or I know they've got a talented talented roster, but it all comes down to Geno Smith. And I don't know. I honestly don't know. I got he's. I mean, it was unbelievable what he did. Like what ten years in or something like that. Um, I don't know. Like it just it's just that I think that long that long ball last year just that's a made him great he was so accurate on those long balls um i really don't remember because i don't pay attention to the seahawks is what did they bring anybody in like to help him out in receivers or uh, i know i know their running back is gonna be walker the third is gonna be the man he just was you know got hurt a little bit but i feel like he is the solid they're solid running backs for the next you know four years or whatever um they've still got dk they've still got uh locket I they mean, picked up well yeah, so you got those you got those my guy for them this year and i think Geno like he didn't exactly go all drew Brees on everybody or anything last year are you asking if he can no. do what he did last year yeah absolutely I, you know okay. but but they also my guy for them this year is like i don't recall them bringing him any any like free agents but they they drafted this jackson smith and jigba guy out of ohio state that dude's oh, yeah, gonna be a stud. Yes, yeah. That could be a fact. Yeah, that I guy's wanted, gonna be. I good. wanted Green Bay to get him mm-hmm. so bad. I forgot. We're just about waiting that. for Marvin Harrison Jr. next year, Paulie. Don't worry. That's <laughs> another we'll, podcast. We'll get to the Packers in a minute here, but yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, Jason, you think the Seahawks can do some do some things this year, especially yeah. in this week uh, conference? Mm-hmm. I I agree. Um. The South, is it even worth mentioning? I mean, who cares? No, just move on. Yeah. <laughs> that, can, that can just be a toss-up. Twitter, 
Hey, Twitter, people in the South, tell us who you think is going to win because I can't even name the four teams in the South right now. I'm kidding. Um, the East, uh, the Eagles. Yeah, uh, that's not Eagles. even close. And then the North, I hate to say this as a Packer fan, but um, and I'll get to my thought in a second here, and I'll let you guys respond. I think Detroit's going to take the North Ooh. this year. I, I, I like their team. Um, I, and it's kind of by default. I, I don't trust the Vikings. What the Vikings did that last year was a travesty. It was a joke. They were a terrible team. They weren't got terrible. so lucky. They won a lot of close games. There was yeah, they won the most close games I think ever. I season. think yeah. Yep. I, I mean, were they Canada the was. worst thirteen win team I've ever seen in my life? Absolutely, no question. Yeah. But <laughs> they weren't terrible. You know, yeah. uh, okay. I think I, that's too strong. I mean, Kirk yeah, Cousins is a choke artist, but they got worse from this year to, to or last year to this year. <laughs> yeah, so if anything. True. They got. They lost Adam Thielen. They lost Dalvin Cook. They lost some key defensive players. There's, you know, they still got Kirk Cousins, which is, you know, a helpful sign for anybody who's playing against them. So, they're. I mean, if anything, they've gone. They got worse. So they're not going to be anything close to what they were last year. I still think they're going to win the division <laughs> with like ten wins. <laughs> I don't. Th- I don't know about that, but I think. I, I mean, Does the team get double digits from the NFC North this year? I could see, I could see nine winning that eight. division with a nine and eight record. I could see nine and eight, nine seven and one guys. On. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> gotta, you gotta throw some stupid time. Yeah, there. The, the Vikings and Lions will tr- uh, tie on Thanksgiving or something. It'll be three to three. You, gotta, yeah. you guys are the worst times a million. Three to three on Thanksgiving, worst thing ever. Um, but no, like, I don't, I mean, like, there's so much hype about the Bears, which I think is just hilarious. I can't wait to see that mm. all unfold because they got all these weapons for Justin Fields. Yeah, but Justin Fields still has to be a quarterback. Yeah, he's a good running back. Nobody can but tell he's if he's any good. good. A, yeah. So, they're like, no, this is the year. I'm like, all right, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I mean the Lions. I think have a really good shot to win the division, honestly, um, over the Vikings. Um, I don't know where I'm, I can't even put the Packers in there. I gotta, I gotta see just a real game with this new roster once to kind of get any gauge because I have no idea. I've watched so, training camp. I've watched family night. That doesn't give me anything. So maybe no. they'll have, maybe they'll play on. Maybe Jordan will play on, you know, Friday or the or the first team will play a, a series to get something going. Because, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I think that I'd like to say they could go, you know, take third maybe in the division. I hope way better than that. But you know, I just don't know. I don't know. It's such a toss up. The NL, the Central or the North is just like the NL Central where my Brewers live. It's just a crash shoot every week. My 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 thing with the Packers this year is, I mean, am I gonna am I gonna be disappointed if they go four and thirteen, five and twelve, whatever it is now? Um, yes. My thing with the disappointed Packers you're gonna be. Yeah. Okay. I I mean, 
Could it happen? Yeah, I could see it happening. Sure. My thing with the Packers, I really don't care about their record this year. I just want to see if Jordan Love can progress from week to week. And if this, if his young talent, I, I like the young talent around him. I really do. I, I know it's young, but they can grow together. And if I see progress from week to week, that's what I'm going to be looking at more than the record this year. I'm not expecting a whole lot. I just want to see the team get better week to week is what I'm looking at, I guess, this year. Okay. And it's it's crazy. I, I know my guests laughed at me because – I was I see him across the street. He's laughing right now. <laughs> I was five years old when Brett Favre took over as a Packer. I've ne- I've seen Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. All their glory. Yes, we can talk about only two Super Bowl victories in those thirty years or whatever it was. It is what it is, but. It was fun, and you knew the quarterback play was always going to be there. Again, what I'm looking at this year is I just want to see them get better week to week and have, by the end of the season, I want to be able to say, yes, Jordan Love is our guy going forward. That's what I'm looking at. I don't know if you – Jason, as a – I mean – you're a Dolphins fan. Mm. You're you pay attention to the Packers, True. obviously, because we're yes. in Wisconsin. Because I can't help but uh, do it. You have. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? I nice guess. What, what's 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 your thought about what the Packers are going to look at like this year? What are, What are you looking at? I just it's more or less what you're looking for. I I think he's got the tools, personally, just in what I've seen. Like when he stepped in those couple times last year, I thought he threw a sharp ball. You know, I I just want uh, I I just want to like you say, I just want to see them show that they can be a team. Are they gonna? And and if they do, I think they can have a pretty decent season. Like they could win seven eight games with that squad. And if I think if they do, that's that's great. You know, that's that's awesome that you have this unproven quarterback on the youngest roster in the league and you won eight games. Yeah, dude, next year's going to be awesome. You know, Christian Watson's a stud. You know, they've still got those running backs. The line is still there. Like, there's no reason they shouldn't compete in most of the games they play, even if Jordan Love isn't, you know, a world beater. Well, let, let's let's go down this down the schedule quickly. Uh, Sunday, September tenth, they start at the Bears. The I mean, Bears. It's a toss-up game. It's it's a toss-up. Uh, they go to Atlanta. Atlanta again, another young team. They've got uh, they've got some talent, but uh, not expected to do much this year. Uh, I think. Th- that should be a victory. I know it's in in Atlanta, but I feel like it might be close. a little too soon to be going over schedules. 
Yeah, yeah, okay. You know what yeah, I mean? We'll, we'll, we'll wait. <laughs> like, yeah. we don't even yeah. know. Like, I, I, and I only say this because, like, I've been, like, kind of doing some research for my, I do, I'm going to do my preseason NFL article coming up for the walnutsportsnetwork.com. Check it out. Go to the website. Check it out. But I'm not going to yeah. do it until these guys have their rosters because, like, I don't even know who's going to be on these teams. And I'm not, I don't, I don't feel comfortable like putting you know yeah they'll win eight games when it's like i don't even know who's going to be on their team so also also we're Good approaching point. an hour and a half so all right, all right. <laughs> just, yeah. just saying Let, let's wrap there's it up plenty of, there'll be plenty of time to talk going, football looking at the schedule uh, su- uh sunday september 3rd kansas city comes to green bay uh 720 on, on NBAC. That's going to be a fun one. Kansas City is probably going to destroy us, hmm. but it's that, that I mean, Kansas City coming to your city is always fun. I mean, those fans are great, and it's good. That's going to be a fun game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, oh, yeah, we've been going for a while. Let's wrap this up. Here. Um, <laughs> For the people's <laughs> sake, they can only take so much of our, of yes. our, uh, in, insight. Yeah. We want more. Oh my God. Okay. Well, no, no. Let's wait till next. Time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Uh, we had some football for you. We had, uh, the wrap up of the Women's World Cup. We got baseball still going on. Um, we got the death of the Pac 12. Uh, we had a, uh, very action-packed episode for you guys this week. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, with uh, sports. Uh, what so it is? So much sports. Uh, we got all the sports coming up, uh, starting back up. It's Wait. almost almost the end of that uh, lull period in the schedule, and it's about to go bonkers. <laughs> and we will be there for you guys every step of the way. Um, but let us be your sherpas your sports sherpas (laughs) yep Mm -hmm. uh but uh we're gonna wrap it up now and have a good night guys we will talk to you guys next week yes we will don't forget to check out the the uh at wsn weekly on twitter and let us know who you pick to win the uh world cup this year yes yes so do that before you go to bed yeah. <laughs> All right. We we love you guys. Have a good night. Have a good night, guys. We've lost it, guys. Have a good night. <laughs> <laughs>